Welcome back. Part 5, Episode 2. Tonight's episode is a continuation of March 22nd, 2022. 4.43 p.m., I sent Jen a message. I wrote, thank you, baby, for having that information. When she was asking me for it, I was like, oh, my head is spinning. How do I even start searching for them in picture form? I'm happy you had it. She may need more information, but she said by that one picture, that should have been enough. Jen wrote, I'm glad I could help and that I did have them in my phone. And today there's so many emotions. I just can't believe she contacted me. And I do believe she will be the one. Just like she believes it was meant for her to find that packet in the back seat of that rental car. I've cried and I prayed today, and I do know God will be with me to finish this for him and his angels. Thank you. 10.08 p.m., Madison called on her way home from work. We were talking about what was going on today, and I said, she seems to know a lot. She seems to be right on it, Madison said. Maybe she has a title we don't know about. I said, yes, that could be true. But my thinking is, though, if she does, she does. If she doesn't, she may have a family member or know someone that can help. Madison agreed. We hung up to let her drive home. Tonight before I fell asleep, I lay here thinking about the day. And yeah, it's tough. But it feels as though a thousand ton weight has been lifted off of me. And I know if this works out with Summer, I have a fight and I will fight it. As I lay here, I pray to God and I ask him, show me what to do. Give me the strength and the knowledge to get it done for you. And I will do it. I fell asleep. March 23rd, 2022. This morning waking up, I feel so much lighter. I got my phone and sent Summer a message. 9.16 a.m., I sent Summer four pictures, the flag pictures of where they say they cut down a tree, and the pictures from 2004 and 2008 to compare them to. I wrote, good day, Summer. I wanted to send a couple more reenactment pictures. The flags are used to recreate where they said they cut down that tree. The first flag picture is where the south tree would have stood if ever it stood there. The second flag picture is where Megan's headstone would be if that's where it would have been. The rock headstone used to be set up next to the south tree, west of the south tree. And I want to thank you so much. I need to explain a little about the second flag statement. If the headstones had not been moved, and what they are saying to be true is true, Megan's headstone would be sitting right there. But it doesn't belong there. It belongs under the tree in the picture, the south tree, not under a tree that never stood there. 11.30 a.m., I started filling out the form Summer sent me yesterday. When I was done with it, I slipped it in a gold envelope with a short case file, the case packet as Summer found. 11.39 a.m., I finished getting the paperwork in the envelope and it's ready to mail. 
I talked with my brother John for a little while while I was preparing the envelope. 12.23 p.m., I sent Summer another message. I wrote, I filled out the form for our state attorney general, mailing it. Summer wrote, thank you for the pictures. I'm happy you filled that out, and I hope they get back to you about this. It is very clear they are moved and have not been entirely honest through all of this. 12.33 p.m., Madison message. She wrote, it's in the mailbox. I wrote, thank you, baby. And I'm hopeful summer will help. I have a nervous feeling in the pit of my stomach, but I think it's because of sending the complaint letter and the envelope of information to the attorney general's office. God bless them to help. March 24, 2022, 5.58 a.m. Early this morning, I received a message from Patty. She wrote, Emily Ann, leave it all. It is a long story and you have summed it up. If you take any away, you may leave out the one line that could sway someone. Going back to my B case, it came down to one, one document that the judge granted me a moment, not minutes, to locate in my attached case amongst hundreds. I asked God for help and at that exact moment, I pulled it out. Keep it all. Are you typing it? Because if so, that would probably take it to one and a half pages. At 7.53 a.m. when I noticed the message, I wrote, all right, good, thank you. I sent out the form that lady sent to me to fill out to the beep attorney general yesterday. Maybe filling the form out would help instead of just my letter. So I filled it out and sent the information. This lady seems to know what she's saying. She's from beep and is in jurisdiction. Pray, pray, pray. And I will type that letter. I'm going to send it to the governor. Maybe by then he will get it at the same time the attorney general will get theirs. Gosh, something has to work. Have a good day. 9.06 a.m. Patty wrote, yes, the form in the letter will definitely make a statement. My day has started and it's a habit I formed for myself that I may wake up at 7, 7.30 a.m., but I lay in bed and think. I thank God and I thank my angels. Yes, I even cry. And this morning seemed a little easier. Yesterday, I felt like a ton-pound boulder had lifted off of me, and I felt lighter. This morning, it's easier also. I'm making the bed, and after I got done, I sat at the edge of it, and I talked to God, and I talked to my angels for good health, protection from evil, and someone to help. As I sat here, I thanked God, too. At 10.16 a.m., I heard a soft voice say, you're not fighting this alone. I got tears in my eyes and I looked up and said, I know. Thank you, God. Thank you, my angels. Then I thought, but at times it seems like it. 12.22 p.m., I sent Patty a message before I left for the eye doctor. I wrote, when I send this letter, what should be the subject title? Be, don't fail me, or give me an idea. 
1.06 p.m., Patty wrote, refresh my memory, who exactly is this going to? I wrote, the governor of beep, or give me an idea of what goes with the letters. I'm in the eye doctor waiting on Madison to get done, and then I have to go in. 1.15 p.m., Patty messaged. She wrote, there is an exact specific on how to address a governor. I will look it up. That's a good and very important question, M, as the governor does hold power. 1.17 p.m., Patty sent an example of how to address a letter to the governor. I wrote, all right, good idea, thank you. Now for the subject line to catch his attention, what should that be for an email? Patty wrote, I would do the same. It will show utmost respect for him by you. After all, he earned his position by being voted in by the people. We are starting this off on the right foot and barreling through with facts. Send me the email first, Em, all right? Oh, wait, I just reread everything. Hmm, subject line. Let me focus for a few minutes. Have you had any dealings with this specific governor yet? I wrote, it's the letter I wrote. I have to write an opening paragraph. And you're saying in the subject box to put Honorable Governor B. And yes, I wrote to him before about this same matter. He led me to another avenue. Patty wrote, no, in the subject line, I haven't figured it out yet. In the body of the email, your letter, put his name, then a colon. Example, honorable, blah, blah. Subject line, could you give me further advice, please? Or, I follow your advice to no avail. Or, please advise me further. How many photos are you handing over? Or are you going to? Say, I have hundreds of photos, should you wish to see. I wrote, not sure on pictures yet, if any. Yes, that could be put in, or should I send the overlay picture? I'm going into the eye doctor. I will talk to you in a little while. When we were done at the eye doctor, I drove to the cemetery. We needed to visit with Wyatt and Megan today. I walked over to Wyatt and I talked to him and prayed to him. I visited with him for a while, then I walked back to the car and drove around to see Megan. As I pulled up, I took some pictures. I noticed two holes in the ground where they had just buried someone. It just looked really odd to Madison and I. And yes, yes, you know I took more pictures. And I'm sorry I can't trust them. No, I'm not sorry. They should be. When I left the cemetery, we went home. 2.27 p.m., Patty wrote, No pictures yet but I would mention that you have photos to back the story. I wrote, yes, I did mention pictures, video, and the video matches up to the pictures taken at the same time frame and an overlay picture. 2.36 p.m., I haven't heard back from Patty yet, but she will get back to me. Thank you, Patty. 6.22 p.m., I read the letter I wrote to the governor to Madison. She helped me edit it. She's a big help. And thank you, Madison, for all of it. The rest of my evening, I have been able to relax. And the best part about it is 
Madison is home with me. Thank you, dear God. Send that one right person. March 25th, 2022. This morning when waking up, I'm feeling all kinds of emotions. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm a bit confused. I am grateful that I have summer helping us. And bless us, dear God, to be well and protect us from evil. After I had breakfast, I messaged Summer. I felt I needed to. 9.47 excuse me, 9 a.m. I wrote, good day, Summer. I sent that form and thank you for that advice. I also sent our governor another letter with more information. I sent a letter to him before. He was helpful, but not enough to get something done. So I'm praying this time with more information information, he may step up to the plate. Gosh, something has to work. And thank you so much. And you have a good weekend. Man, they disrespected my granddaughter and so many others. Summer wrote, I'm so happy that there was another step you could take to try to get help. If this doesn't work, we will figure something else out. Never give up. You have so much proof, especially with how many have, that are moved just in baby land. And maybe some people have noticed and have tried the same thing you're doing without any luck. I hope we can get the word out and families that have loved ones buried there start checking and comparing their own photos if they have any. I wrote, yes, I hope that we can get the word out also. I hope that people will check it out too. I had thought the same thing over the years. Why wouldn't they want to fix this for the people? Yes, especially with the proof I have. And oh no, giving up is not an option. And thank you and you have a great weekend. And I know you don't know this summer, but you're an angel sent to us. And I mean that with all my heart. Summer wrote, I think they expect you to give up and let it go, but little do they know you are all determined. The truth always comes out. I believe in you and thank you for making me feel appreciated. I've been going through a lot and I really needed to hear that. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I wrote, I accused them of that before. They thought I was going to give up and go away. And I told them then, that's not going to happen. And I agree. The truth does come out. And I'm so sorry you were going through things. Just remember to stay positive. Think positive. And positive things happen. I am a believer in that. When the messages stopped, I cried. 10.06 a.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, this girl, she is all in. She said if that form doesn't work that she had me fill out and send to the Attorney General office, she said if that doesn't work, we can try something else. She said, as she has said, she sees it, I see it, you see it, and with all that proof, they need to do something. I am so thankful she found that packet. I love you, baby, and have a good day. Jen wrote, this is awesome. I wrote, it really is. She fell from the sky in beep.
and I pray this works for us. 12.58 p.m., I checked my sugar, and it's 111, and I'm happy to see that. Not just that it's a good reading, but it's also to think good thoughts and to be careful of what you think. This morning, my sugar was 222, a little high, but also a good number. And we all know I'm not giving up. But when I saw that number, 222, I got tears in my eyes and thought, babies, no way am I giving up. I had a few errands to go do, so I did do that. When I got back home, Madison and her friend went to wash their cars. Thank you, dear God, for this day. March 26, 2022. The weather is beautiful today in the mid-70s. The sun is shining bright, and I knew I should be outside, but man, it just feels like that's not going to happen. My heart is heavy. I feel sick. I want this fixed, and that's all they have to do is fix it. Everyone have a beautiful day. March 27, 2022. Thank you, dear God. 2.27 p.m., I went to visit Dixie the horse. She looks great. She needed a brushing, and I got that done. I fed her a couple carrots, and she seems happy. I took a couple pictures of her and went inside to visit with Beep for a little while. I didn't stay long, but it was good to get away from the city. While I was talking to Beep, he asked me about what was going on with the cemetery. I told him where Summer lived, and he asked, how far is that? I looked it up on my phone, and if I'm not mistaken of the area of where my brother told me she lives, it's still in jurisdiction, so that's encouraging. Beep, thought the same thing. When I got back home, Madison came in from work shortly after. When she went back to work after her lunch hour, I went to the cemetery. 6.16 p.m. I pulled into the cemetery. There's a group of people at the back side looking like they're having a celebration for their loved ones. 6.28 p.m. I pulled up to Megan's area. It makes me so mad, but I still have to come here. And I know things are not right, but I pray one day, just one day, someone will listen. I took pictures and sat with Megan, told my babies I loved them, and as I sat here, I looked back on the pictures I took, and I saw green orbs in the pictures, and that makes me wonder. I left the cemetery shortly after and drove home, and I'm happy I made it safely. March 28, 2022, Madison and I did yard work today. The temperature is perfect outside. Later this afternoon, we went to see Lily and Zoe after they got out of school. Zoe came home with us so her and Madison could hang out together for a while, and it's good to see them. I love my babies, all of them. March 29, 2022. It's a dragging, unsettled, feeling-type day. I feel my heart is heavy. I wish some of the things I tell everyone else when I talk to them about how they feel, I wish I could or would take my own advice. God help me. March 30th, 2022. What an emotional morning. I am one that tells everyone to stay positive 
and I am the one who has a problem with staying positive. I always seem to go back to the past, and I start crying. March 31st, 2022. This morning is much calmer getting up than most mornings, and at most times I force myself. When I got up, I ate breakfast, and we had to take Madison's car into the garage to get it fixed. At 11.04 a.m., I sent Summer a message. I wrote, I hope you're having a good day. No word yet, but I'm staying patient for now. Or should I say, hopeful, that this time someone will help. Thank you so much again. 11.36 a.m., Madison and I left to take her car over to the garage, and our friend picked us up from there. We went to lunch. 1.03 p.m., Madison pulled into the cemetery. She drove up to Wyatt. We sat in the truck and visited with him for a while, and I told him we loved him. Madison pulled around to visit Megan. I got out of the truck to be able to get a few pictures of her area, and I told Megan we loved her. And when Madison pulled away, I prayed to both of them for Summer to continue to help us. Madison drove home, and when we arrived home, beep, left. Then Madison and I went to get our nails done and to pick up her invitations to the graduation party. When we were done, Madison and her friend Chelsea went to ride the horse Dixie. 7.40 p.m., Chelsea and Madison got back, and they said they had a good time. It's been a week since I mailed the packet to the R Attorney General's office. And God, I pray this is what it takes. April 1st, 2022. Not a very good day. This morning when I woke up, I thought it would be a good one. But as the morning moved into the afternoon, my day seems to have gotten stressful. So stressful, my head hurts from it. The day consisted of me taking a nap. When I woke up, I felt worse than I did before I went to sleep. God, please help me to be all right throughout this. Bless Madison to be all right. Bless all my babies and family to be safe. Thank you. April 2nd, 2022, after the day and night I had yesterday, I want it over. I saw the number 1111, and I read the other day it means to make a wish, and I did. I told Megan I love her, and I thought and felt mad at the world, and I even thought at that time, I can't do that. I can't get mad at the world anymore. It will weigh me down. I'm ready to start the day, so I went to the mailbox to get the mail. I received about four pieces of mail and a flyer from our governor. I flipped through the mail and saw a letter from our attorney general's office. I sat the other mail down on the desk, I grabbed the letter and thought to myself, I even said in a soft voice, this is all I need because I'm thinking the worst. I sat down to open the envelope and I took the letter out of the envelope and started to read. I started to cry. I was choked up. I looked up and I said, thank you, dear God. 11.34 a.m., I sent Summer a message to let her know I received a response from the Attorney General's office. Thank you. I will stay in touch and let you know how it all progresses. You are an angel, Summer. I can't thank you enough. Summer wrote, yes, awesome. I hope it helps. 
Thank you for sharing. You just made my day a lot better. I wrote, you made mine weeks ago, and now too. Summer wrote, I would definitely reach out to anyone who has had concerns with this cemetery, if possible, and see if they'd be willing to tell their story about what has happened with their loved ones. Also, maybe some of the families with children in baby land who do not know that they have been moved. I wrote, I have done that in the beginning, and I plan to reach out again to everyone that I can. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful you found that packet. I thank you so much, and please keep giving me that advice. Summer wrote, I have not done much. I am so proud of you and everyone who has been helping. Without you, nothing would be done about this. As soon as I had that packet in my hands, I felt like it was something I was supposed to open, and I can't explain why, but I'm happy you let me read it. Thank you for letting me try to help you. I wrote, I know all about me of not giving up, and how could anyone let something like this go? I just can't walk away. And Summer, you don't know how much I needed the help you gave when you gave it. So thank you. 11.33 a.m., I sent Jen a message. I wrote, I received a response from the Attorney General. And oh my gosh, we have a new Attorney General, so maybe the new set of eyes got their attention. Jen wrote, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I wrote, it really is, baby. It is. My gosh, and it's about time. Jen wrote, I'm so happy and praying for them to fix it. I wrote, me too, baby. And of course I cried, but it's because I'm so happy. And continue the prayers, please. A few minutes later, I went into the bedroom to tell Madison and Zoe what the letter said. And they were both happy. We were all happy for Megan. 11.40 a.m., Zoe came out of the bedroom to use my phone to call her mom. She talked to her mom for a few minutes and then let me talk. I told Nicole the good news. She's happy for us. And I'm crying, of course. She said, don't cry, mom. You got this. I'm quiet, and I sat there crying for a few minutes. We talked about it, and the phone kept dying, so I let her go. 12.32 p.m., I wrote to Gail. I wrote, I received a response today. My angel is now an investigation. Thank you, Gail, for leaving that packet in the car and summer finding it. Gail wrote, you're welcome. Looks like the cemetery has a lot of explaining to do. And I'm so happy that God helped you in the way neither one of us knew at the time. I wrote, yes, they do. And yes, God works in mysterious ways. 1.09 p.m., our friend, Beep, came to visit. I told him about the letter. He said, you know why that is, don't you? I said, why? He said, because you didn't quit. You didn't give up. I looked at him and I felt proud that he said that. Thank you. We walked around the yard to see what needs to be done before the summer months. Beep! And his worker will be over Monday to start some of the work. Thank you again. 2.22 p.m. Gail wrote, I agree. 
response from earlier message. As I read Gail's message, I had to lay down. It's so stressful. From yesterday and then what I thought the letter was, and then to find it was good news, I was just so overwhelmed. I laid down and I laid there for a while. 3.55 p.m., my brother John called. We talked for about an hour and a half. I talked with Gail also. I told her again, thank you for leaving that packet in the car. I believe it was supposed to have played out like this. She told me, you're welcome, and we talked about what could happen, and she offered to come down and be my strength if I needed her. And it's so nice of her to offer. Thank you, Gail. She said, I don't know why I left that packet in the car. I said it was meant to happen like this. The angels are talking from heaven. She is letting us know how to get this done. Gail said she sure is. I said she has throughout all of this. Gail said that's something. I said yes it is. It's pretty powerful. Gail agreed. When we were done talking, my phone was going dead, so I had to put it on the charger. This evening, I have been entering the entries from today in the timeline. I have to keep track of these kind of conversations. Thank you, dear God, for this day. I still cannot believe it. Thank you. April 3rd, 2022, such an emotional morning, but then to remember the blessing we received yesterday. I just keep thinking, what could their defense be? I mean, they need to make it right. They need to let me know where Megan is. Is she still under the south tree? Or is she dumped out onto the ground? Yes, this needs to be fixed. And that's all they had to do in the first place. Zoe, Madison, and I decided to go to the cemetery since Zoe had to go home later. 1.08 p.m., I pulled into the cemetery. There were a few people visiting even a few people in Babyland 6 West. I drove on to visit with Wyatt, and I prayed to him, and I sat with him for a while. Then I drove on to see Megan. 1.19 p.m., I pulled up to Megan's area, and the people that were here left some pretty yellow flowers on their loved one's headstone. I took pictures of the area and sat with Megan for a while. I prayed to her. I got tears in my eyes and I sat there holding my mouth. It's just so darn unbelievable. I prayed, I talked to Megan, and then I drove on. When I exited the cemetery, I said, I love you, my angels. I drove home and I had to sit to cry. The evening did become relaxing. 8.02 p.m., Madison and I took Zoe home. When we got back home, it had just started raining, and it had rained all night. April 4th, 2022. Happy birthday, my angel. Megan would have been 23 today, and she is gorgeous. She is a beautiful angel, and I adore you, Megan. 8.11 a.m., I messaged Summer. I wrote, congratulations if your sister had her baby today and happy birthday to your dad, and thank you, and have a great week. 9.27 a.m. Summer wrote, thank you so much. No baby yet, but hopefully soon. 
10.48 a.m. I had a couple workers here this morning getting things done of wear and tear over the winter months. 1.02 p.m. Madison and I left to go to the cemetery. And on our way over, I stopped to get Madison some lunch before she goes to work at 2. I pulled into the cemetery and I started singing happy birthday to Megan. As I pulled up to Megan on the west side, I took some pictures. I drove toward the back of the cemetery and then turned around. I pulled up to the back side of Wyatt's headstone. We didn't get out of the car, my reasons, but we sat with him for a little while and I took some pictures. I drove up the street between Megan and Wyatt and I took a couple pictures of Madison holding the balloons and then I grabbed the strings to the balloons and we started singing happy birthday. When we were done, we released the balloons and I took a picture of all three balloons in the air. I drove on to see Megan and I took some more pictures and I sat with her for a little bit and talked with her. I told her, thank you, baby, and I know it was you. I got a sense of her telling me, thank you, Nana. And I said, you're welcome, baby. Let's get it done now. Keep telling me, showing me what to do, and I will do it. I pulled away, taking a couple more pictures. I told my angels I loved them as I pulled out of the cemetery. I drove home and Madison went to work. The workers were done and it looks good. And I was able to relax a bit. And I pray for all of us to be well. Watch over all my babies throughout all of this. Bless us to be safe and protect us from evil. Happy birthday, Megan. After Madison got off work, we had to take Zoe's backpack that she left here yesterday. 7.02 p.m., I called Nicole, and I let her know we were bringing the backpack. She said, all right, what are you up to? I said, not much. She said, did you go see Megan today? I said, you know I did. She said, yeah, I know you did. And we were on our way. Thank you, dear God, for this day and every day. April 5th, 2022. First thing this morning, I looked up and I said, thank you, God. Thank you, my angels. After I got out of bed, I got breakfast and started my day. I'm trying not to think too much about it. I finished the last load of laundry, and when I went to check the mailbox, I opened the front door and stood at the box. I closed my eyes and I thought, oh God. I slipped my hand inside the box and grabbed out the magazine and six white envelopes. As I walked back in the door and closed it and locked it, I flipped through the envelopes and nothing. I don't know how soon, too soon, could be. I can't tell much with any of them. I know I'm not worried. The truth always has a way of setting free, and this truth needs to be known. Give me the strength, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the words to get this done. And just a thought, Megan, you are truly an angel. April 6, 2022. I had an appointment with my doctor this morning for my three-month checkup. The appointment went well, and I'm happy about that. When I got back home, I was able to rest until Madison got off work. When she got home, we had dinner and watched TV. Thank you for this day. 11.32 p.m., when I finally got to bed, I sat at the edge of bed and I talked to God. 
I asked him to lift the weight. I had to ask. At times the weight is so heavy, all I can do is lay down and cry. I told him thank you and to watch over all of us and to protect us from evil. Good night. April 7, 2022. Madison left for work and I tried to get through the morning and afternoon. I try to stay busy, but sometimes that doesn't work either. 1.36 p.m. Madison came in from work. She laid on the couch and fell asleep. 3.06 p.m. I missed answering a call, and when I noticed the number, it's a number that looks familiar, but I didn't get to answer it. At the same time I missed the call, I'm playing a game on the phone, and the score is 111. I knew then I have to stay positive. 3.12 p.m., I messaged Jen. I wrote, and I sent her a phone number, an odd number, beep called. They left a voicemail, but I haven't checked it yet. 3.23 p.m. I wrote, it's the city wanting to ask me questions. Odd message. She's even stuttering. Jen wrote, it is the city clerk office. Screenshot your log call log and do not delete that voicemail. I wrote, all right, yes, that's who it is. Madison is here, so she was able to listen to the message. So there was a witness as to what the lady said. Madison said, she didn't sound like she knew what she was talking about. Then when she reset the number, she said the area code, then the first three digits, and then a pause, another pause, then got quiet for a few seconds, and then the second two numbers, and then another pause, and another pause, and then the last two numbers. It just sounded really odd. Jen sent a page of information of the city of B and the clerk's office. I wrote, thank you, and oh wow, they need to do the right thing, right? Jen wrote, yes, they need to fix it. I wrote, you know, someone had mentioned that we may not be able to force them to put the headstones back. And when I heard that, I said, yeah, maybe not. And I understand Mother Nature has her own little actions, but it's what they did after the fact. And why would they go to extremes if no one could force them to move them back? Jen wrote, exactly. They know what they've done. It clearly shows in the pictures. There was no tree there. I wrote, yeah. And all someone has to do is look at the proof. Then I said, I'm not calling them back until I have someone here to listen to what the conversation is. I'm sorry I feel that way. Jen wrote, did you save that voicemail? I wrote, yes. Yes, I did. Jen wrote, all right, good. 4.18 p.m. I messaged Summer. I wrote, good day, Summer. I received a call from the city clerk office of beep. I missed the call. I listened to the voicemail. She sounded nervous and she wasn't really prepared to give me her information. I don't want to talk to any of them until I have people around to hear what she says. If there's any advice you could give me, I would greatly appreciate it. 
Summer wrote, she said she didn't want to talk to you until there were people around to hear. I said, I won't talk unless I have people around to hear. Summer wrote, smart thinking. I wrote, thank you. Summer wrote, what made you think she was nervous? I wrote, she was stuttering and paused when giving me a number to call her back. Summer wrote, wow, that's weird. I wrote, yes, really odd. Summer wrote, oh, my sister had her baby last night. I wrote, aw, congratulations. I wrote, I'm not too sure about this call and what they need to talk to me about. Summer wrote, well, there's only two ways it can go, your way or not your way. Don't stress about it. Just make a plan for both. Make a pro and con list for both. No matter how it ends, you know you have worked your butt off to get where you're at. That shows people what kind of person you are. An amazing person that doesn't give up, which is extremely rare to find nowadays. You should be proud of yourself. I wrote, yes, I totally agree. And thank you, Summer. Thank you so much. Summer wrote, you're very welcome. 5.11 p.m., I called Carla. We talked for about 15 minutes, and I told her about what it was, and it was odd, too. And we did talk if she needed me, or if I needed her to come over and sit with Madison, and to call the city back, she would. I told her I would let her know. Not long after, we hung up. 5.34 p.m., I sent Summer a message. I wrote, what is the height and weight, and what did her, they name her? Her, right? April 8, 2022, 6.33 a.m., I received a message from Summer. I didn't see it, though, until I woke up. Summer wrote, her name is B, and she weighs 8 pounds, 2 ounces. Sorry I didn't message back last night. I have a lot going on at home. I thanked God for waking me up, and I felt a lot lighter. It felt like I had nothing to worry about. 8.07 a.m., I wrote back to Summer. Beautiful name. Good weight, too. I bet she's precious. Congrats, Auntie. Question. Do I call this woman back today? I have my daughter that will sit in to listen, and my great niece. I hope you don't mind me asking you your opinion on things. And Summer, I'm sorry you were going through so much. I don't want to put any more on you. I appreciate you, and I'm so grateful for your help. Stay positive no matter the situation. Think it, speak it, do it. Positivity does come back to you. You have a great day. Summer wrote, definitely precious, and makes me want to have another. I don't mind you asking me anything. You have a good day also. I wrote, aw, baby fever. I wish the best for all. I may just have an extra set of ears sit in to listen. I gotta do this right. I'm hoping for the best for all involved. Thank you so much. 11.36 a.m., Patty called. We didn't talk long. I asked her if she saw my message. She said, no, what was it? I said, I got a call yesterday from the city. She said, oh, wow, Em. I said, I know, I missed the call though. I did listen to the voicemail, so I thought before I call them back, I will have someone here with me. So Carla and Madison will be off work later and I will call them. 
Patty said, wow, Em, they know they are in trouble if they are calling you. Why else would they call you? I said, that's what I thought. Why would they call me? We talked for only a few more minutes and hung up. Madison and I went to the cemetery. 12.48 p.m., Madison and I pulled into the cemetery, and it was like there was a haze hanging over it. It was almost eerie. I was, it was an eerie feeling sitting with Wyatt. Then Madison pulled around the corner to see Megan. We sat and talked with her for a while, and I prayed to her. I cried a little, too. While sitting here, it was odd. I had a feeling of being at peace. It felt good, too. But just a few minutes ago, this was not the feeling I was having. When we were done, we left the cemetery. And while Madison was driving to the entrance, I told Megan and Wyatt we loved them, and we left. When I got home, workers were here to work on the pool. 1.16 p.m., I called Carla to see where she was at. Her and her dad was at a restaurant eating, so I waited for her to get done to come over so she could sit in and listen to the conversation. 1.48 p.m., Madison and I waited for Carla, but she didn't show. So Madison asked me to call and she would listen. 2.04 p.m. I called. No one answered. I was a little disappointed because she did say she had questions for me. And now I don't know what the questions are. And the weekend is here and I will have to wait till Monday. Beep! The lady who called didn't call back and I didn't leave a message. 3.53 p.m. Carla called. She said, I got held up, busy moving a trailer. I just got home. I said, oh, I already called and no one answered. Carla said, really? I'm sorry I didn't come over there for you to call. I said, Madison is here, so I called. Carla and I talked a few more minutes and hung up. After the workers left, Madison had gone to pick up her sister Zoe to hang out with her for the weekend. While being at home for the evening, my mind was wandering. I'm emotional. The emotions run so high at times. I thought, I don't know what I've done wrong through this, but I do know what they did wrong. And who do you tell when no one is listening? When I was able to sit down this evening, 10.22 p.m., I sat there waiting on Madison and Zoe to get home. I started crying and I started praying. It was like a personal moment with God. I prayed to him. I prayed to him to give me a sign, a sign that everything will be okay. I will be okay. And I will be able to live on with my life. A few minutes later, I needed a piece of chocolate. I stood up and walked into the kitchen and I had some chocolates in a baggie in the fridge. I grabbed the Dove candy, chocolate and caramel, and a Hershey's hug. Two of my favorite candies, chocolate and caramel, and the hugs. I walked back to my chair, and I opened up the Dove candy first. These candies have messages inside. This was the only one left of the Doves, too. I opened it. I bit a piece off the corner to let the caramel ooze out. Then I spreaded the foil open to see the message. It had three small words. And remember, I just had that personal moment with God. The message said, you got this. 
My heart dropped. I felt at peace and I thought to myself, I sure in the hell do. Excuse me, God, but I was crying. I looked up and I said, thank you, dear God. Thank you, my angels. And I sat and I cried like a baby. When Madison and I, when Madison and Zoe got home, I went to bed. April 9th, 2022. The first thought I had after I thanked God this morning was, I'm nervous, not for me. I feel bad for everyone involved. It pisses me off and I know, I know God brought this to me and I know he will see me through it just as everyone else. Thank you, dear God. I started my day and Madison left for work. Zoe wanted to hang out with one of her friends, so I took her over there. And on my way home, my phone rang. It's Carla. She said, are you at home? I'm in front of your house. I have to work at five, but I thought I would come by and see you before I go. I said, I'm not home yet, but I will be. She said, all right, I will wait for you then. I said, all right. When I got home, she is waiting. She came in and visited until she had to go to work. She asked if I wanted to ride with her. And of course I thought I needed to. And I'm glad she invited me to go. Thank you, Carla, for saving me from this evening. Instead of me sitting home stressing about it all in the daily living. 10.36 p.m. I got home. I was ready for bed. I took a shower and hit the mattress. I thanked God and said good night. April 10th, 2022. When I woke up this morning, I thanked God. I got out of bed and a thought came to mind. The weight has lifted. I had my breakfast. I took a shower and I started my day. I took Zoe and her friend Juliana to Juliana's house. She had spent the night with us. I dropped them off, my granddaughter Samantha and her husband Jose, and my two babies, Jose Jr. and Olivia, my great-grandchildren, called to say they were coming over. I stopped on my way home to get pizza, and when I got home, they were here. I was happy to see them. I love and adore my babies. We sat and talked for a little while. Then they played a game of pool, Jose and little Jose against Samantha and Olivia. I'm not sure who won, but then we went outside to sit on the patio. We played flip the bottle to stand it upright. Then we all played I spot. We played for hours. The kiddos were getting tired, but we had so much fun. When we, then when they got ready to leave, I saw them go down the road and my heart felt full. My heart was full and my mind was calm the whole weekend. Even though I haven't heard from, beep, from the city. Thank you, God, for not letting me have time to stress. Thank you, my babies, Jose Jr. and Olivia, and the big babies, too, Samantha and Jose. I relaxed for a little bit after they left, and I was so thankful I had the day with them. Madison came in from work not long after. When it was time for the lights to go out, I was ready. Have a good night to all. Thank you, dear God. April 11th, 2022. The morning is calm and I'm beginning to feel the weight is gone. And I'm so thankful for that too. I do pray the city comes to their senses. Fix it for the people. 
own up to what they have done, and tell the truth about where Megan is. I pray. Madison is off work today, so we had errands to run. We took her prom dress in to get him. When we left there, we went to eat lunch and then went to the cemetery. The workers were here, but to set in a headstone. I don't even think they looked our way. Madison pulled up to Megan so I could take pictures from my side of the car. Then we went by the back side of Wyatt and around to the front side. Madison pulled up to Wyatt. We sat with him for a little while. And because the workers were here, we didn't get out of the car. When we left there, we went home and I was able to kick back and relax. As I sat here, I thought and I told Madison, how do I trust them again? How do I trust to believe what they say? Madison said, you can't and no one else will either. 3.28 p.m. Carla called. We talked for a little while before she went to work. I was telling her those two questions and she said, yeah, but Aunt Em, they do need to fix it. I said, oh, I know they do, but will they? I didn't know them. It's not Megan's fault. It's not my fault. I knew, beep, beep, at the funeral home, not personal, but business. I had the highest respect for him for the whole funeral home. I would sit out at that cemetery and listen to the birds chirp. I would sit on the bench after they put those in. I would have lunch, read, whatever. But they took that from me. And I don't even know what I did to have it taken from me or why it was taken. I had tears in my eyes. I was choked up. I wrote this story down to try to feel better about things. And when I was done, I did feel a little better. Thank you, Carla, again. I felt like some more of the weight had lifted, maybe a little bit every day since I received the letter from the Attorney General's office. 4.40 p.m. Just a thought. It comes from the heart. 5.19 p.m. Carla message. She wrote, Coming over, no more roots, got mine. I still get paid though. I wrote, all right, yes, and yes, I've got wine. Carla wrote, yeah, I hope I'm not crashing your night. A few minutes later, Carla pulled up in front of my house. We sat in the kitchen talking. Then the CMTs came on and we moved into the living room. We watched the program and drank a glass of wine or well, for Carla, I think it was two or three glasses of wine. We ate Subway Madison brought in for us and we had a good evening. Thank you again, Carla. I love you. When the CMTs were over, we did our facial mask and lip scrubs. We had fun. Carla left at 11.36 p.m. When she got home, she messaged to say, I made it. I wrote, have a good night. Thank you for this day. Thank you for listening. Just a friendly reminder, if you would like to find Emily's podcast, A Tribute to All Little Angels, it is also found on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index Audible, Listen Notes, RSS.com Community, iHeartRadio, 
and Google Podcast. Stay kind with your words. Thank you.